Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Kofafi Break here on Safe Space. Kofafi Break is a show we do every Monday and Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific. A little bit more frivolity, but not always, but sometimes frivolity on Kofafi Break. I'm Carter. Carrie's going to be with us in a moment. She's adjusting some camera stuff. Uh, but in the meantime, don't forget to smash the subscribe button, vaccinate the subscribe button, whatever. Pick your verb. Do that thing to the subscribe button. Um, you can also support us by going to unsafespace.com where you can use fiat currency or crypto or whatever to support us. Uh, I think we're live streaming on Rumble and Twitter as well as the usual platforms like Odyssey uh, and DLive and Utreon and Facebook and YouTube. You can also follow us on Twitter at underscore unsafe space. And um, I don't know. I don't think there's anything else. I'm supposed to say at the beginning of shows, obviously, I'm, this is very well scripted. So uh, welcome, everyone. Let's see if Carrie's around. Is Carrie, Beverly, is Carrie ready? Is she here? There she is. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> That's not the right one. Hold on. No? Okay. Uh, let's see. I wasn't quite ready. Okay, that works. <laughs> Oh, that's better. Yeah, and the microphone. I gotta fix the mic. Sorry, guys. Welcome. She's here. It's good. It's all good. Welcome to me. <sighs> uh, I just wanted to also plug, if you haven't followed yet, my new channel, Deprogrammed with Carrie Smith. You can follow that. We're going to put the link in the description today so people can find it. And... Uh, and the chat. Put it in the chat now, Beverly, so people can see it there, too. And I'm going to have an interview out this week with Chris from Billboard Chris, who's starting oh, to get a lot more cool. attention for his gender ideology campaign, which is great. He's he's an excellent human. So, yeah, I'm he's fighting the good fight out there. And as you said last time, he's getting. Uh, you say he had his arm broken like he's getting attacked. He's been attacked. Yeah. That's not the most, most of what happens is he actually has some good conversations with people and gets people to think, but yes, he has been attacked physically just by going and standing with a billboard that says children cannot consent to puberty blockers. That's his crime. They'd be fine if it said children cannot consent. It's just that when you add to, to puberty blockers, they get upset or is it? I, I guess. Know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, when he came to my little town to Georgetown, we went to the college here and I was going to stand cause he likes to go to colleges and stand with the signs. And then if people come and talk to him, have conversations, right. Um, we didn't even get to the main courtyard. We were putting the signs on in the parking lot and like security pulls up. Some kids reported us. <laughs> it's like, wow. You wouldn't even let us like, we couldn't even get over there to start, even beginning to have a conversation it was just like pack it up so yeah conversations uh, are not allowed yeah um i, I <laughs> can we we have to read the super chat that we just got because it's funny rebecca p says starting the show with some intermittent frivolity why did karen press control alt delete because she wanted to see the task manager rebecca p thank you thank you for starting thank off the show that way <laughs> <laughs> thank you um, I'll tell a fun story from this weekend. Okay. 
So this is a good thing you can do. Sorry, I'm fiddling with this light one more time. I feel like I'm being interrogated. There we go. Look at that. Much better. <laughs> the soft, softer lighting for my... We know you're a wrong thinker, Carrie. Just admit it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, here's something you can do in your real life to fight wokeness. People are always like, you know, what do I do? How do I talk to people? And usually we get asked questions about how do you talk to your friends and family. But strangers, mm -hmm. that's my favorite people. Some of my favorite interactions are strangers because uh, oftentimes in the gig, the kind of jobs that I work, I hang out with a lot of strangers. And sometimes I can tell when a group of people is, is they're, they're signaling woke, but they're just doing it out of, they're going through the motions because I'm a new person and they have, it's like, it's you're wanting to signal that you're in the right tribe and they think I'm in that tribe too. And that's what everyone in their tribe is. But you can tell that they're weary, like they're very tired of it. And it's almost like half-hearted where they're just kind of going through the motions of signaling woke and making, and it's that fear of, of not, uh, of making sure they want to make sure me a new person knows that they're the good people. Right. Right. Like dropping uh, a derogatory comment about Trump. Right. There are little, little tells, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm sure everybody, if you're even moderately good with people, you know what I'm talking about. You can pick up on these things. And so the, this one group I was hanging out with on Saturday all day, they were, they were dropping little woke things here and there, but I got the impression they were weary. They were tired of it, that they were just going through the motions. And those are the conver those are the times I like to sort of just drop my own signal that I'm not necessarily woke like they thought I was, but now they already like me a little bit. And then you can kind of, sometimes you're successful. You can pop that balloon and all the pressure gets let out and then they just laugh and are themselves and they just have, they just stop holding themselves as this fake puritanical bullshit. And so that happened. It was really great. It was like, how did you facilitate hey, it? Um, well, somebody uh, uh, towards the end of the day, one of the women was saying something and she said uh, uh, they were te Texicans. And then she said, Oh, I'm sorry. Is that, is that offensive? I, I don't, I don't mean anything by it. Also, we're part Puerto Rican. I know you can't tell, but blah, blah, blah. And she really wanted to make sure she hadn't said something offensive. And I was like, oh, it's okay. I'm Latinx. <laughs> and then they were all like awkward silence <laughs> like you just did. <laughs> and then I was like, Latinx. I'm just making fun of Latinx. I'm not even Latinx. I'm just joking around. Latin Latinx. <laughs> And then they they could they just were all dying laughing and it worked. And then they just were the rest of the time I was hanging out with them. She's like, she started, I can't remember what the other things she started to say later. And then she's like, oh, Carrie won't mind. And it just gave them that ability to let down that that woke guard that sort of always be it's it, I imagine it it's like this, but much um heightened in the Soviet Union when you had to be really careful of what you said, right? You know, and, and you can't criticize right, right. the regime. It's sort of like that to a lesser degree, but it's still happening. People are still they're afraid around you at first, like, are you woke? I'm woke. We're all woke, right? And it's like, no, I'm not. It's okay. You can laugh. Well, and even if they know each other, you're the, you're new to that group. You're a stranger. So it's like, well, she right. could be she right. could be the KGB. We can't right. say, but I think they anything. even put it on with themselves sometimes, like within their friend I'm groups. Sure, yeah. Not, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. So yeah. that just lets all the air out, and then it's it's like, okay, you can be normal now. <laughs> yeah, I've I've had like not experiences exactly like that, but I have had experiences where you can tell like someone's dancing around, mm -hmm. and one of the people there, uh, 
sometimes me, but it's sometimes not me. It's like someone says something like, oh, you know, it's okay to talk about blankety blank. And the other, you can see the relief, like, oh, good. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh, good. We can talk about <sighs> the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there's the tension. Yeah, there is that tension. And I don't push it too far. I can usually tell how far I can kind of introduce either a question or humor or something into their mind because they also were saying some COVIDian kind of stuff. And I just was like, sure. I just let it go. I'm not going to, yeah, know, whatever. One battle at a time. Yeah. One battle at a time. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you can think that. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, speaking of COVIDian stuff, uh, this thing's still going on in Canada. Have you been watching the trucker? Yes. Convoy? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to fill me in on it? I know that they're what here's what I know from the media. They're all violent and they're uh white supremacists. Yes. They're all they're actually they're violent white supremacists who have been um destroying our monuments, which I didn't know was a problem, but apparently is now. Uh and stealing food from homeless shelter. people. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Literally taking the food out of the mouths of homeless. I'm sure is the wow. Yeah, um, that's that's the uh, that's the narrative, and well, actually, I think we even have. Can you pull that up? And I'm just gonna. You might yeah, lose me I'm for gonna, one second. I'll be right back. That's cool. I'm gonna pull up an article, and Beverly can be getting ready. There's a um, there's a Trudeau video response that's sitting in Notion that you can grab, Beverly, because we should watch Trudeau's Trudeau address this. Explain to us. Looks like Carrie's frozen. She's Russian frozen. All right. Um, let's see if I can add. Let's see if I can share the screen and add this article. Hold on. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. So here's just here's an article about it, just to give you some update. Here's the, some things that they're scared of. The truckers say they have enough money to keep protesting for four years. They raised like seven million bucks on GoFundMe from people oh. to support them. Have so, you heard that the, the Ottawa city government ha is considering seizing all of the $10 million they've raised as hmm. a punishment for protesting? How is that even possible? I don't know. It's, is, it, is it in a Canadian banking account? I don't know. I don't know how they do that. But yeah. They can't so, just... <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Well, they. I guess they can. Well, I, yeah, who knows? Right. So, I mean, we don't have to read this article. I'm just, this is, this is where we are. Um, they are, they've got, they're sitting outside of um, parliament, I guess, honking. Uh, it's kind of grown into this anti-Trudeau and anti-COVID movement generally, because it was originally just about the vaccines for truckers. Um, and they announced they have enough money for, to last for two to four years. Right here we go. Seven point one million from GoFundMe. Wow, which is pretty, which is pretty, pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Um. So of course they're being characterized as, um. You know, evil people. Uh, they're causing traffic problems. But here we go. Police said several investigations were underway into desecration of monuments in the Canadian capital. Now, of course. Uh, if you're desecrating monuments and you're Antifa or BLM, that's to be praised. But if you're desecrating right. monuments and you're a trucker, 
uh, fuck you. Um, and so, and threatening, illegal, intimidating behavior towards police and city workers. Now, by the way, I'm sure in a crowd this size, there are some people who are horrible. Like, I'm sure that there's people with, they've said, oh, there's someone, one, they, one person had a, uh, Dixie flag, like a, what's it called? Damn, Confederate flag. One person had a Confederate flag and they're like, see, these are Nazis. And like one First person. All, by the way, the two things I hate with that. Yes. It's well, one person. Obviously. It's one person. It's not the whole group. And secondly, it doesn't mean what you're saying it means in all right, cases. It doesn't. I live in the South. And then I have friends from Germany. They have country music bars there where they fly that flag because they associate it with country music. <laughs> like right. there's so in my little town in South Carolina, the guy, there was a vendor. Anytime we had a, a, a town fair or anything, a vendor who sold the rebel flag on everything, lighters, you know, the actual flag cups, coffee cups. If he's a black guy, like stop talking about that flag. Like we all agree that it always means this one thing. No, it does not. That pisses me off. It used to be on the general yeah. Lee. It used to be on. Of course, yeah. Duke it's hazard. a hazard to me, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. That's my little rant. No, but, no. But I, I mean, because that's part of the thing that's outrageous. Has, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's that like they're taking things that are, uh, I mean, they're construing things in the worst possible way. The the what the one flag means racism, which is not necessarily true, and they're and they're taking the the behavior of one person yeah. and ascribing it to the group. They're trying to say that this is a fringe movement. Which is ridiculous. It's the largest convoy in history. The Guinness Book of World Records, I think, has like it, yeah, this is the largest ever. Um, so they're trying to say it's fringe, and then they're taking like, of course, there's some people doing bad things, like you know, theft or whatever. Like, there's some people. It's a huge crowd, but they're taking these tiny instances, and they're making it sound as if this is a huge group of racist, violent people trashing their city and like here to cause havoc. And um, I, the the thing that really struck me about this, Carrie, is it's exactly the mirror image of how they treated BLM protests. It's exactly. Right? BLM protests were doing all of those things, <laughs> but yeah. those were peaceful. But These people peaceful. aren't doing those things for the most part, but they're characterized by the worst elements of the entire group. Well, speaking of BLM, um, I just sent you and Beverly a clip of Trudeau. I hope we could play. It's very short. You may have seen it. Where he mentions BLM and he contrasts them to the truckers. Yeah, there's a couple clips. So if you want to play that one and play the other one where he's he that I sent Beverly that you've got, play both of those Trudeau clips. I don't care which one we play first. Let's see if you can get them up. There you go. I have attended protests and rallies in the past. Uh, when I agreed with the goals, when I told people <laughs> expressing their concerns and their issues, Black Lives Matter is an excellent example of that. But I have also chosen to not go anywhere near protests that have expressed hateful rhetoric, violence towards fellow citizens, uh, and a disrespect uh, not just of science, but of uh, the frontline health workers and, quite frankly, the 90% of truckers who have in doing the right thing to keep Canadians safe and put food on our tables. Canadians know where I stand. This is a moment for responsible leaders to think carefully about where they stand and who they stand with. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
I'm just looking up. So he's talking about yeah. hateful rhetoric. Do you remember yeah. the BLM leader? This is a while back. I don't know if people remember this. Um, the BLM member from, uh, where was she from? Toronto? I'm trying to remember. Here she is. I had to look her up. It's been such a while. She said that white people are evil because we don't have melanin. Okay, you want to talk about oh, like I remember that lady. hateful yeah. rhetoric? Give me a break. She says whites are, quote, subhuman and that we should be, quote, wiped out. Mm. Uh, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter in Toronto, her name, Yusra Kagali, uh, she said white people are subhuman. Quote, whiteness is not humanness. In fact, white skin is subhuman. All phenotypes exist within the black family and white people are a genetic defect of blackness, end quote. <laughs> uh, she also tweeted things like, quote, please Allah give me strength not to cuss and kill these men and white folks out here today when she was at a protest, end quote. Um, so he wants to talk about violent rhetoric. I don't support violent rhetoric because I'm Justin Trudeau, but I support BLM. This is one of the BLM founders in Toronto. Have, has he ever denounced her? Of course Doubt he hasn't it. denounced her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where he stands on this issue is firmly bent over holding his ankles. That's where he stands on the issue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably in heels. Um, yeah. That's, that's Trudeau. And he characterized... I mean, you heard how he characterized this. The, the other clip's similar. I don't know that it necessarily needs to be played. Um, it's from the same, like, undisclosed location or whatever. He's he's like, he's not there. They scurried him. You know, they ferreted him out of the capital so that, uh, or out of, yeah, out of the region so that he uh, doesn't have to face the truckers face-to-face. -face. Um, instead, he's at, I don't, I don't know, it looked like he's at a little ski resort somewhere. I don't know what he's doing. But, um Tweet girl yeah. says that that she also that leader of uh, BLM Toronto also called Trudeau a fascist. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so that's I I don't uh, the the reaction to some of the stuff. Um. Well, so if you look at the rest of that clip, it's like he'll say, look, we weren't we aren't going to give in to people who fly racist flags and who engage in vandalism or the dishonor of our memory of our veterans. Like suddenly he's now all about not dishonoring statues and memories <laughs> of our veterans. Yeah. Because why? Uh and yeah, and like I said, he he's he's characterizing them all as racist. Um did you see also, I think this Instagram post has been deleted, but someone captured it on Twitter. There's uh, the, the woke lefties are trying to have a list of businesses that they are claiming are white supremacists because they're feeding the truckers. They're letting the truckers buy. Like there was a shawarma place wow. that was like, and that's like a had a trucker special or whatever. And they're like the white supremacist shawarma places. Uh, like they're, they're trying to compile this list of businesses along the route who are like actually letting the truckers eat. It's insane. Buy food. I mean, not even giving them food, but um, yeah. And then MSNBC, I don't know if you saw this, but I think it was Joe Scarsborough. That, I think we have a clip of that too, also uh, in Notion, Beverly, if you want to pull it up. They called, I, this is so, it's so projection. I, I it's, 
they called the truckers a cult. Wow. Yeah. Well, the I mean, truckers are the cult. It's got to be projection. It's amazing. The truckers are the cult. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they called the truckers a cult. I don't know what Beverly's up to. I don't know who knows what she's up to. But if you want to find that Beverly and play it, uh, yeah, watch this clip. The capital of Canada to a standstill. Dozens of trucks and other vehicles could be seen blocking the downtown area of Ottawa as protesters rallied against vaccine mandates, masks, and lockdowns. And that seems uh, like an interesting way to spend your weekend. <laughs> the demonstrations were initially aimed at pushback against vaccine mandates for truck drivers crossing the U.S.-Canada border. But the movement escalated into an expression of disapproval with the Canadian government's COVID-19 policies. Officials say several investigations are underway into reports of severe vandalism and criminal behavior, including the desecration oh. of national monuments. Mm. I don't oh, believe no. that. Ottawa Mayor Jim Watson said some protesters harassed a soup kitchen demanding free meals because their refusal to wear masks meant they were not uh, to order in restaurants. That soup kitchen tweeted COVID protesters were given meals to defuse the conflict and that this weekend's events have caused significant strain on our operations at an already Difficult. So, so these anti-vaxxers actually took food from the mouths of the homeless. Hum hungry. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're so put upon. Because yeah. they have I'm just curious, again, where were these protests when people were required to take get five vaccines to start school? Where were these protests? Pause. When people Pause. were required. Pause. No, you don't get to make that comparison. I'm so tired. That's such a cheap and dishonest comparison. Those vaccines went through years of trials and and guess what? They're called vaccines because the old definition of vaccine was that they prevented you from getting the virus. This one doesn't prevent transmission or spread. So please don't compare that. You cannot compare those not. two. Oh, Talk if to you me when this vaccine's dishonest. been around for several years. It's so effing dishonest. And the fact that this goes on on mainstream news all the time and nobody jumps in to call it out. His co-host should call that out. My lights oh, are angry. She, Look, they're flickering. I know. She, she won't call it out. But if you think that's dishonest, Carrie... Listen to the rest of that comparison that he's going to make. You're going to love it. To give their children five vaccines. They were in the doctor's office getting they, vaccines. They were in the doctor's office getting vaccines. They were making fun of left-wingers on the West Coast for being loopy anti-vaxxers. Okay. Now they have met the enemy. And the enemy, their enemy, is themselves. Because yes. they've become what they hated. They've become what they mocked. <laughs> and now they're taking food from soup kitchens because they they're so put upon for being asked to do what they've been asked. They, they're, they're ridiculous. Do they, I, I have a feeling they don't actually know anybody who's either, there are people who are anti-vax and they will straight up tell you, look, I'm anti-vax. I'm actually yeah. what you are, what, what, what you get called. Somebody told me that recently. She was like, Carrie, I'm actually what you get called. I'm anti-vax. I'm like, cool. That's fine. I don't care where you are. Um, but there are people who are actually anti-vax. And then there are people who are anti this particular shot until right. they know more about it. Um, seeing that. It's and so then there new. are people who aren't even anti this shot. They're just anti the mandate. Just anti to the mandate. <laughs> just to be clear, there's people who've taken the shot and are anti-mandate. And a lot of them are up there protesting right now. And yes. they want to lump us all in together and call us all the same thing. And I have a feeling he doesn't know any of these three types of people at all. He puts us all in the same category. He doesn't know any of these three types of people. And he wants to pretend like they're all right-wingers 
and that previous anti people they called anti-vax were all left winger. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, the person no. I just mentioned is is on the left, like who? Yeah, no, he doesn't know. He this it's what I love about this this point he's trying to make is he's trying to make an analogy like, oh, this is what you thought before, and then it was these people, and now you think, and now you're looking in the mirror, and it's you. But none of those things, like none of the constituent components, none of the foundational things he's comparing to are true. They're all just not like. It's just the whole thing's based on unreality. Like, what what, what are you talking about? First of all, I don't remember a bunch of right-wingers being mad at anti-vaxxers in the past uh, at all. Like, never. I don't – I don't – yeah, I never <laughs> – I don't know what you're talking about. Who – I mean, yes, mainstream did call them hippies uh, and, like, weirdo hippies, sure. But that was mainstream like you guys. That wasn't like – there wasn't a bunch of movements on the right against, you know – crunchy hippies who weren't vaccinating their kids like that wasn't a thing that's never been a thing what are you talking about <laughs> he, he's just he's so retarded this guy okay. by the he's way on- this is one of my favorite hosts because he is i think he's his iq's got to be double digits he is functionally retarded with the stuff he comes up with and he does this on a consistent basis so bravo it's it's good he's gonna let him finish because he's got one final thing that will make didn't, you happy didn't- who who knows the history of these two? Weren't they like? Didn't they have an affair and then and then Some, get married? I think probably, I, maybe. <laughs> who cares? <Okay>. I do because <laughs> I like to know the dysfunction behind the people ta- telling me their opinions. I mean, they look <laughs> they look like they're having. If you look at them now, I could totally see them having a hate fair. <laughs> I like, think they're, they're, are they married? Who knows? Probably, and they probably hate each other and have wild hate sex. I don't know. <laughs> okay, go ahead to do required to do their entire lives coming it's up coming a up cult <laughs> yes it is a historic moment in the it's a cult wow. <laughs> a cult that says wait and see what the science says before you make whatever decision you would like to make and maybe the government shouldn't force you to get injections <laughs> that haven't been out for long enough for longitudinal studies that's the cult not the people that are saying take shoot yourself up with this thing that we don't we don't well, have any longitudinal studies on and it's going to be a few years yeah. before we do but go ahead and shoot yourself up with it and i know the virus has a 99.8% survival rate but like totally shoot this into your arm and if you don't then you're one of the bad people and you deserve to die cuz you're trying to kill people right. that's yeah, not cuz the no, there's a new variant that has a, a more of a survival rate it's it's much yeah uh, and we're going to take your job away from you if you don't do it and we're going to make sure you also, can't go to the grocery store I just, well, yeah, let's get into that in a minute. But okay. I just also want to point out, not only are these people dumb, and, and I know we're not supposed to like the IQ thing. I know that I know it's it's probably they have a higher IQ. It's just psychological blocks that are preventing them from using their brain properly in these ways. But this is such, it's such a lame attempt at propaganda. It's so lazy. You didn't even invent calling the other side a cult. Our side did. We called you like... Yeah. I'm not I mean I'm saying that I'm not saying unsafe space is credited with that. I'm just saying like it's it's the people that were against the mandates that started calling you branch covidians and calling it a cult like that came from us. They take You everything. didn't even come up with that. They take everything from us though that works on them. Everything yes. that's effective. They either say that it's white supremacist language and we can't use it like like a Overton window. They'll, if that's right. effective, then they'll say, oh, that's white supremacist. You can't use that. 
or they'll try and take it like straw man. They try to take straw man. That's why you see all these SJWs running around. They don't even know what straw man means or gaslighting, but they'll say, yes. Oh, uh, you'll, you'll, you know, they'll say, I think that, I think the way to end racism is for us to judge and treat people differently on the basis of race. And you'll say, well, I think that's actually racist because you're judging and treating people differently on the basis of race. <laughs> right. And then they'll say, don't straw man me. And you're like, you don't know what that means. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but they do it with straw man. They did it with the big lie. We were yep. using the big lie about this recent election. Yes. We were using the big lie quite effectively because it's true. And they somehow took it and tried to say the big lie is Trump saying that he won. That doesn't make any sense. The big lie is something that is accepted in society, which result was was accepted that Biden won. It doesn't right. even make sense to say the big lie is the Trump no. win. That That's doesn't make point. sense. They're not even good propagandists. <laughs> they suck at this. It's like, it's why left can't meme. They just suck at this crap. Like this is, come up with something on your own, Joe Scarborough. Come up with your own, I guess he did. He tried to come up with his own analogy and it fell apart because he thinks that yeah. right-wingers were anti-hippie, anti-vaxxers. I, I don't know what, yeah. I don't know what he's, it, it. all right. I'm getting fired up. I was in a, I was in a very like, go and meet people where they're at kind of mood this morning and talk to them where they're at. And you can help Sorry, I'm, take I'm the pressure fired out and get them out of the cult. And now I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> these people. Well, wait, here's the thing, Carrie. Um, I don't think there's anyone left that matters that doesn't see this. The only thing that's left are people who see it and are afraid to say anything like your people you're talking about who feel like they need to virtue signal because they're terrified. But I don't think there's anyone left that matters that doesn't see it for what it is. I, I don't I mean, really I don't think I don't know I anyone that, like but... a small percentage of people. But I just if you, you can't the mask if you so far off haven't figured it out by now. I don't know what value you really have. Like you're so much of a zombie that like, I don't, I don't even know if you're oh, necessary, but, but, but the, I do get that you figured it out and you're afraid to say anything. And there's a whole swath of those people. And I think that's most people. Well, the sheep, the most people, most of the population are just trying to live their lives. Right. I don't mean sheep in a derogatory way when I'm using it this time, I'm using it to mean people that <laughs> but normally, need, yeah, I need people <laughs> that need a shepherd and they need a leader. And most people I'm starting to think, you know this, I'm starting to think are sheep. They need someone to tell them this is the best way to live. And the, here's where the fences are. And here's how, you know, the best way to carry ourselves in the world. And the sheep, there's still a lot of them that are following the wrong shepherds. And so those people I think are still, a lot of them matter. We need more of the sheep. And I think we'll get them. I think, I think we'll they get them. see through the shepherd. I think, but I'm saying is I think even they, see through it a little bit, but they're afraid. Yeah. I think they're just afraid to follow the other. They're like, yeah, my shepherd's probably the evil one, but if I step out of line, I'll get eaten alive. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, they just need to have more confidence in the shepherds who are walking towards truth. And, and gosh, the evil shepherds are doing everything they can to disparage. I mean, look at, look at the full court press is that the phrase the full court assault they're doing i'm mixing metaphors oh, yeah. basketball and anyway <laughs> look at how the the full assault they're doing on joe rogan i mean they're completely yeah. trying to destroy him because he's they view him as a powerful shepherd he is 
He yeah, I, well, I did you see that CNN was like they've had people on their talk. They're like obsessed with this Joe Rogan thing and talking about it a lot. Uh, and I, I, I really think that deep down, Brian Stelter is just like, how do I get to be credible like Joe Rogan? Like, I want to be <laughs> Joe Rogan, like because they're you can see it in their eyes when they're asking questions and they kind of they're like, but why is he credible? How do we get? How do we get to be credible? People believe him. <laughs> don't they don't get it well they're they're con artists and I, i'm starting to wonder well some con artists can get that big as big as, yeah, as joe rogan sure. absolutely uh i just think it's i mean i don't know i don't i'd have to think on that more <laughs> has there ever been a con artist as popular as him as joe rogan I, yeah like an evil shepherd who has that kind of popularity sure obama Oh, interesting. Hmm. You're right. I, Clinton, I would, Obama, yeah. Bush. I mean, yeah. I mean, some would argue even Trump, although I don't think actually Trump was intentionally being a con artist. I just think he was Trump. Uh, but yeah, like, sure. Clinton. I Justin Trudeau. Yeah, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I mean, Bill Clinton. Both Clintons. Sure. Yes. That's what being a politician is. It's being a con artist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. Oh, people in the you, chat are wait. giving me answers. Oprah. Obama. Yeah. Oprah. <laughs> uh, somebody uh, says my daughter has that same hat, Carrie. Yeah, just a moment of frivolity here before we switch gears. You can get excited to talk about last time. I'm all in to bring in the coonskin caps back now. I think, I don't know why we ever got rid of these. Look, it's very fashionable for ladies. And uh, there's a there's a girl, you guys might know her from the documentary uh, Uncle Tom. She goes by Patty Politics. She makes, she's a farmer and she makes her, all of her own fur skin caps and earmuffs and stuff and sells them. And they're a little pricey because they're handmade. But one day I'm going to get one of those. But in the meantime, this is a truck stop coonskin cap <laughs> is it uh it looks very fuzzy is it real or no it's not real no but it looks real doesn't it yeah and it's very soft yeah so yeah anyway it's my jam well it back. does make you look like you i mean yes there's the frontiersman aspect but if you don't see the tail it does make you look a little bit more like a russian bot like kind of fancy because <laughs> it's they fancy have, you know, until you see the head. tail then it's like uh oh, it's <laughs> like the mullet hats party in the back exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh that's classy quite oh classy fetching <laughs> yeah, uh. yeah. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> so you do live in a trailer park yeah. um <laughs> hey. sorry that was rude and horrible um you brought this up so let's look at it Beverly, pull up the uh, – well, maybe I'll do it because I think I have it on my computer in a way that's more readable. Um, yeah, I think I, I got it right here. Never mind. You don't have to pull anything up. <clears throat> here's, the, here's an order from the Minister of Health and Social Services in Quebec. We'll skip over the – these are all the recitals, considering blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. Let's look at the end of the order. <clears throat> I got I to ready myself for this. Okay. That, despite paragraph 4.2 of the third paragraph, a person not adequately protected against COVID-19, now that means vaccinated, 
fully vaccinated by the new definitions of fully vaccinated, whatever the definition du jour. A person not adequately protected against COVID-19 who enters a pharmacy situated in a wholesale or retail trade outlet that has a sales area of 1,500 square meters or more to receive a pharmaceutical service be accompanied at all times while moving through the outlet by an employee of the outlet of the pharmacy or of any other person mandated to that effect by the outlet or pharmacy and not be able to purchase products other than those related to the pharmaceutical service being received. In other words, unvaccinated, you need an escort to go shopping and you can only buy whatever they've decided is essential. You can't stop. You can't stop and say, oh, you know what? We're out of shampoo. No, not allowed. You can only buy. They, um, <laughs> they keep making this. Uh, here's something else they appropriated or they took to make it less effective when we accurately called out what they're doing. They've been using the terms Nazi and fascist forever. Yeah. And well, and now, now authoritarian, they're saying. Yeah. They're starting to take author- try and take authoritarian from us because it's effectively being used against them because people hadn't. They hadn't been using that word as much before. They had really just stuck to Nazi and fascist and Hitler, those things. But now we've effectively pointed out they're authoritarian. And that was that was, I think, I think it was an I think it was an effective word to 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 describe sure. them. And so they've taken that one. And so now they're trying to say that it is gross and it's uh inappropriate for us to make any comparisons at all between stuff like this where you literally have to show your papers to go to the grocery store. And if you're not, if you don't have the right set of papers, then you're going to be treated subhuman and followed around by what they call a health warden and only allowed to buy food and medicine. They want to follow you around and target or wherever, make sure you're not buying anything else. And th- that we're not allowed to compare that to anything that's ever happened. Well, in not history, are, but not only are you not allowed to compare that, Carrie. If you protest it, you're the authoritarian. That's where that's how they're going now. That's I've how they're going. I've started to hear that. Yeah, like oh, because they've described the truckers as authoritarians. They've described that's crazy. Like, the, yeah, these are the authoritarians. It's like what are you? Like it's a complete reversal. It's a completely. Yeah. Re- and by the way, it's- don't you think that this will not? If this continues, this will turn into deciding what food you're allowed to buy because that's not healthy and that is healthy and that has animal products and this has plant products and that's like they're going to get they want to get that far and they they will will. get to the place where you're having to buy the food from their corporate lobbying company it's going to be like Mm -hmm. monsanto or whatever you know what is it that has the has the stuff that plants need brando Blondo, 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 yeah. But it has electrolytes. It has what plants need, Carrie. It has what plants need. It's going to be like that. That's what words are to these people. It's, it's, we're getting to the point where they've done so much destruction of language. And then you get these, you get some of the sheep online who've now been programmed with this messaging and they're not very intelligent, but they think they are. God bless them because they've just learned this word. authoritarian, but they don't exactly know what it means. They just know Trump people are authoritarian. They just know truckers are third, right? And so they just come into threads online and they say, look at these authoritarian, and they get they get on their high horse, their faux intellectual I got a new word. Horse. It's authoritarian. Yeah. And it's, how do you even, we're going to have to go back to the basics. We're going to have to go back to the basics of like, these, these are what words mean. 
this is what liberal means. This is what man means. This is what woman means. This is what authoritarian <laughs> yes. means. Yes. The person who's saying, I would like to leave you alone and be left alone is not the authoritarian. Let's just start with that. <laughs> Hello. <Yeah. laughs> Gosh. Gosh. But see, these people that, that eat this stuff up and they don't, they are not that bright. Um, but they also seem to be very defensive about that fact. So we'll have to, I think we have to find a way to, or maybe you don't, you don't care to, but I want to find a way to talk to those people without um, them getting their back up about, you know, cause sometimes if you just say like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't know what that word means. Then they're like, <laughs> they're not going to hear anything you say after that. It's like, how do yeah. you talk to them without making them feel as dumb as they are? Yeah, my my plan is similar but slightly different. What I'd like to do is have the earth open up a chasm between us and never have to talk to them again. Um, <laughs> I'm just not sure how to accomplish that exactly. <laughs> uh, for, by the way, Frankie Zen pointed something out in chat here. He says it took one year to go from Trump man bad to truck man bad. And oh, I think that's, that's actually – that's an interesting point, though. I, I, it's funny, but um, <clears throat> Trump Trump was hated precisely because he tapped into something populist that, like, that the, 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 the work – I'll say working class. You, you guys know that I hate that phrase, but whatever. The, the working class was um, – was uh, really fed up with what the elites have been doing and they were, they were tired and they they wanted someone who at least said that they, or at least cared, pretended even to care about their concerns. Um, and of course the whole time the, you know, the left, they threw the working class under the bus because of Trump and I, they, but they, I think they still kind of pretended that they hadn't. They pretended that like, oh, well, we're still on, you know, he's just getting the dumb ones, but we're still on their side. I think now that's, it's very clear that like, nope, they're just against you because you're not an elitist. They're against you because you're a regular person trying to make a living. And you want to, what you want to do is get in your truck and drive from one spot to another and deliver food or other goods to the elitists without going through their vaccine passport checkpoints. And that makes you an authoritarian uh, asshole who needs to be silenced. Yeah. He won't fall in line. They're By the way, these elitists, they really view the truckers as their slaves. They are incensed that yeah. this is to them. This is a slave revolt. They're trying to build a pyramid and the slaves are like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. And they're like, oh, how, how dare you? Ah! They're like, they're really pissed off. This is a slave revolt. That's what this point. is. Yeah. It is a great point. You know, Trump used to say something. I can't, I can't, it was something along the lines of they only, they're, they're only attacking me because they hate you guys. And once yes. I'm gone, they're going to attack you guys. And he was right. I, I never, I didn't have, uh, I was still trying to figure Trump out for a long time during his presidency. So I, I don't know if I, when I, when I first heard that, I didn't, it didn't resonate with me as like, that's truth being spoken. But now I look back at him like, oh, that was absolute truth being spoken, <laughs> whether he realized yeah. it or not. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think he did. I think he, I mean, I, one good thing about Trump is I think that he viscerally understood 
the angst of the working person in um because even though he was gaudy and wealth like wealthy and gaudy and you know in elitist circles he spent time like first of all he's in the construction industry in new york like there's just a lot of regular i'm sure some mob as well but like (laughs) regular kind of working class people in that industry he's not it's not like he's uh Jeffrey Zucker or someone who like only works with people who have degrees in gender studies from Bryn Mawr, right? Jeff Zucker like, at it, CNN. Yeah. Like his, I met with him. Tr- Did you know that? I've met with him several times. Sure. Of course. Cause you had a degree sure. in women's studies from Duke. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. That's not why. Right? Well, maybe it was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean it, it was in the sense that like, that's the kind of person that like you end up in a career that ends up in meetings with, with him. Yes. And like the kind of person that ends up in meetings with Trump is like, you know, laid bricks and maybe the union voted for him or maybe ended up working his way up and has a construction company or whatever. He's like, m- maybe went to college, but not necessarily just kind of a regular person making, making his way in the world and making money. And like Trump did meet with a lot of those people. And I think he had, I think he had an intuitive sense. I'll say still has maybe. I think he has an intuitive sense about, hey, they don't like the elites. <laughs> um, and actually, I wonder sometimes if that has something to do with his gaudiness where he's like, he doesn't want to look inauthentic. He's like, yes, I'm rich. Therefore, I need to just be gaudy and show that I'm rich. I can't pretend that I'm relating to you exactly. Oh, like, yeah. Because my life is different. Um I'm not yeah. sure. I don't want to read too much into it. But anyway, they you are mad. Of, at all this, say, so. You said uh, people are making their way in the world today. Did you mean to say that? The, making your no. way in the world today takes everything you got. Oh, I know that song, but where's it from? <laughs> cheers. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it Cheers? I don't know. When you Some like to get away. Yeah. I don't remember. Um. Yeah, Someone that says is he also his audience. Time in pro wrestling. Yeah, that, it's it's more like the every every everyday person, and yeah, yeah, the elite can't stand that, and the person who didn't major in gender studies, right? And there is something to be said for, um, I think I think that would be an interesting. I wonder if somebody's already done an article, but that would be an interesting article to talk about the way that he displays his wealth differently than the the other elite. Because it is over the top. It is gaudy. You know, I've been to Trump Tower. It looks pretty, there's yeah, some no, pretty it's cheesy not, I don't things. like it at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's, maybe he's that, do you think he's that uh, clever to sort of do an over the top, like, this is what a non-rich person who becomes wealthy, is he, is he putting on a acquired maybe. wealth exterior, like the aesthetic I, of again, someone I don't who has new, new money? Much to him. Right. But but maybe like he does have he he he's a caricature in that sense of a wealthy man. Mm-hmm. And like maybe he just doubled down on that. Like, yes, I'm going to be yeah. I'm going to look like the caricature. OK, I'm going to get like, a gold toilet like Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to pretend that I'm not wealthy. Uh and run around lecturing you. I'm going to just be like, yep. In fact, I'm going to play my wealth up. He pretends like he's 
wealthier than he is often, I think. It's like sort of someone pointed out a post from Bernie Sanders the other day, who, if you've been watching this show for a while, you know I voted for. Um, and I still have some positive feelings towards Bernie. <laughs> that, uh, But Bernie... We'll eradicate people, those eventually. <laughs> people write... I mean, they, they rightfully pointed out he was tweeting something about... Uh, the elites and the upper class. And it's like, who are you talking about? You're in Which the top. Which house was he tweeting it out from? Yeah. It's like, who are you? And he wasn't saying it as if he was included. He was right. saying it as if he was talking about people who are more elite than him. It's like, but aren't you in the top like 5% or 1% or, you know, yeah. it's just, he's choosing the opposite route. He's choosing the, the, the opposite in terms of his aesthetic as a rich person he he puts on a different sort of aesthetic. His is I'm just he's, one of you. He's the typical communist, and I don't mm -hmm. mean I don't I'm not I'm not being hyperbolic. He's a typical communist, right? He has because he's he's like if you're a Politburo member, you live very wealthy. You've got what way more uh, wealth and much higher standard of living than anyone you purport to represent. But you're gonna walk around pretending like you're a man of the people and that you're a downtrodden peasant and that you're that's oh <laughs> that's just, how he dresses you're a servant of course right this is why you know you know why pleats and pants came or the the line down the center of pants came wow. i think it was i think it was in the soviet union it was like uh because you they were mass produced and they would have a fold and like that showed that you were part of the proletariat it showed that like you really? couldn't have tailored clothes you had to have like the mass produced shit yeah like it's this, they they know how they're like. Bernie Sanders is not an idiot. I mean, he's an idiot economically, but I he knows what his brand is, and he's his, he plays into it. I think he goes to the store and is like, "What did you say? Take me to the downtrodden peasant section." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. He 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 hires someone to go to Goodwill for him. By the way, that's going to be my new career. I'm deciding if you need a Goodwill shopper, he could hire you. He <laughs> could hire me, but I'm. You're not going to look like Carrie's you came offering from her services. No, 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 because I'm uh, not going to. You're not going to look like you came from Goodwill. I'll be fine. All uh, the good stuff. Actually, he probably <laughs> hired someone to go to Tiffany's and buy things that make that look like they came from the Goodwill. That's just like go find find expensive shit that looks oh, like yeah. it's crap. That's. That's the aesthetic. Shabby chic all the way. Shabby or whatever chic. It is. I bet it's very expensive <laughs> and it's like, but it's right. make it look like moth-eaten mittens. I want the distressed Rolex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today's a fun, just kind of relaxing day. Okay. What else is on your mind today? Uh, well, I mean, we could go a couple directions. Did you see this? Um, but well, I actually just to tack oh, okay. on to what you're if you talking got about, something, go. Yeah, yeah, before we move on, just in all this stuff about the truckers and all the propaganda coming out of out of Canada, um, there was this the homeless story that you mentioned. I'm sending mm. this link to you and Beverly. Our friend Josh Slocum at Disaffected, he he tweeted this out and said, you know, I don't believe this. And then I read it and I'm like, I don't believe it either. It's It, it sounds very Jesse Smollett. I, I feel like we should make oh. Jesse Smollett What's the a story? verb. Oh, like, totally. Like we've been Smollett. Are they Smolleying us? Well, yeah. if you click on this link, this is the story about the homeless shelter um, claiming. Okay, it says, 
is from City Oh, the News. one we just looked at that said like yeah. the truckers are coming in yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I was looking to see, are there any details in this story? What are they telling us? They say, uh, quote, earlier today, our staff and volunteers experienced harassment from convoy protesters seeking meals from our shop kitchen. The individuals were given meals to defuse the conflict. Management was then informed of the issue and no further meals were given to protesters. Uh, our soup kitchen is committed to providing meals to people experiencing and at risk of homelessness in Ottawa. This weekend's events have caused significant strain point. to our operations at an already difficult time. So then they post about how, oh, thanks for all the support. Uh, it's been at friends. It's been a difficult 24 hours. Staff harassed mm. for meals. A service user and security guard assaulted through it all. You have donated. You've donated and you filled our hearts and our coffers. With gratitude, every cent will support people experiencing homelessness. So it's it's kind of convenient that this all became some big fundraising ploy. And there's not there are no further details given. There are no specifics given. You say somebody was assaulted. You say that and the word harassed uh, means anything. Harassed, that is what too. does that mean? There's no video. There's nothing. And I've just gotten to the point where I just don't believe you. I've seen enough. Yeah. We've seen enough of this stuff from the woke in the past ten years. Uh, colleges where people say, oh, we've received so much vitriolic, transphobic hate mail. It's like, really? Then post it. We don't believe you. Show us. Yeah. Show us. And I, so That's a good call. I, I didn't this. look into this, but I agree with you based yeah. on what you're saying. Like, Kind of like, yeah. you know, the same way that individuals can smolay us, organizations can smolay us too. And what are they getting out of this? Well, if it is a Smollett, it's an effective Smollett because they're making a lot of money off of it and they got in all the newspapers. Well, look, here's the other thing. <laughs> Everyone that's at the soup kitchen has a cell phone in their pocket. And if, tr if truckers were coming in in any kind of sustained fashion and harassing, harassing and assaulting, this would be all over Twitter and we would be watching videos of it. So... Yeah. And they did use the word harass, which is like Twitter says you harass if you tweet something that they don't like. Like it's like yeah. harass. Like if you say men are men and women are women, that's harassment. Like everything's harassment now. Yeah. So that doesn't mean anything. And assault. I mean, if there was an assault, then there should be a police report. Sorry. No, I was that's just illegal. asking for a salt, more salt for my meal, my soup. Oh, oh, yes. I'm <laughs> but um, bum, we don't have Cecil Charles here today, but do we? <laughs> <laughs> there is channeling Cecil. Yeah. No, I, anyway, I agree. I just wanted to tag I mean, on that point. What yeah. you said is that I've, I be, I've, I've become more skeptical. Be skeptical. I'm to the point now where I've seen enough psychopaths, both individuals and organizations, psychopathic organizations, lie about things that good people, normal people would never think about lying about. And so our gut is to believe them and say, well, it was printed right. in the newspaper. Must have happened. Um, nobody would lie about something like that, would they? I I don't believe it anymore. Just show me Evans first. <laughs> well, and and we've reached a stage of psychological dysfunction in which the people that work at the soup kitchen may very well believe what they're saying. Do you remember that George Costanza, like, it's not a lie if you believe it's true, right? Like, yes. They, they like... They could be standing there and like that trucker, he had an American flag and that feels harassment. And also he didn't have a mask and that's assault. And like, like yes. they, they like totally believe all this. Yeah. Right. So they're not like they could pass a lie detector test because they honestly believe they've been harassed and assaulted except for their, you know, yeah. like those insane. two women in the elevator. 
who attacked that black man. Yes. Oh my God. That and was they, crazy. And they probably believed they were the ones assaulted. And for anybody who didn't see it, it was these two white women with masks on yelling at a black guy in an elevator because he's not wearing a mask. One of them hits him in the face with her phone. And he says, did you hit me? And then these two crazy white women start yelling, black lives matter at the black guy. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the entire thing. Crazy. If, you know what happened? Here's what here's what happened. I think. Uh, did you ever have like, uh, I guess you ever play like a video game that was buggy? And like one of the NPCs just starts doing the wrong thing over and over again in the loop. <laughs> They're just like, like if like the wrong subroutine got triggered and they're yelling it when it's totally inappropriate and makes no sense, but they they're just like two old boomer ladies yelling at a black guy on an elevator. It's exactly it's like the the non player characters like unloading stuff off the truck and they just keep unloading. Yeah, there's like a glitch, and it's just they're walking and you're like, dude, you're walking through a wall or whatever. Like it's like not working. Like I can't. Like yeah, you're like playing the video game and it's just broken. The NPCs are just broken. They were glitch. Yeah, they were glitching. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. They're hitting him in the head with their phone. So I got into I. We had a discussion recently about. Simul. I, I don't think we're living in a simulation, and and I challenge someone to like provide evidence. That would have been a good piece of evidence. Like they should have been like, here's some evidence that we're living in a simulation. <laughs> simulation. <laughs> Look at these NPCs <laughs> glitching. This is hilarious. Uh, it's so hard to. It's so. <laughs> if I were that, if I were that black man, I'm, I'm like, I mean, I, I probably, I don't know if somebody hit me. Oof. Like trying to tamp down the. Anger. He was really nice. Oh, they he were was old. Really they gracious. weren't going to hurt They were him. old. I know, but still, don't you don't touch me. And then, yeah. but then after they hit him, when they started saying "Black Lives Matter," at that point, I think I probably would have burst out laughing. <laughs> yeah, of course, because <laughs> it would have been just like, what kind of? This is absurd. Wow, that guy. Kudos to him for getting that on camera. <laughs> You know what's the sad thing is we can't – it's hard to do – no one can do comedy about this anymore because, like, if that would be a great skit to write, mm -hmm. but you don't need it. You just go – it's just out in reality. There's no – yeah. Has everybody – have you guys in the chat seen this thing we're talking about? I'm just assuming everybody saw it. Probably. Beverly can try and find it. Why don't we do Super Chats, do and super if chats you want to watch it, we can pull it up. I'll send it to you. Um. All right, Rebecca P says, woke jokes are like jokes about communism. They're just not funny. That is, unless everyone gets them. Nice. 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 I like that's, that's not as good as my favorite jokes. communist jokes, which is the one that has Stalin in it. And it says, it's got a picture of Stalin. It's a meme. And it says, uh, dark humor is just like food. Not everyone gets it. Uh, all right. Pirate Tomsky. <laughs> It says, I'm like a bull in a china shop with Wokies. One of my friends said something about BLM, and I replied saying, I didn't realize you were a Marxist. Yeah, good for you, Pirate. Yeah. Pirate. Just call it out. Pirate Queen. We got lots of pirates in chat today. Uh, Pirate Queen says, from the Globe and Mail in Canada, calling the Ottawa protests peaceful downplays nonviolent dangers, critics say. <laughs> now do BLM. Uh 
I'll fight you naked says Confederate flag in Canada. Definitely not a plant. I think some of the people are American that are there. There's some of the truckers, but yeah. I mean, if there wasn't, look. Because there are truckers. If there's not, yeah, also, I just like, if there isn't any horrible people with like white supremacist symbols in that crowd, then the left is doing a really bad job. Right? Like, of course, they would, they'll make sure at least someone's there for the camera to do that. Like, of course, they have to. So, uh, Guo Man says the guy with the Confederate flag was Trudeau in disguise. <laughs> He's a master of disguises. <laughs> uh, there you go. Um, was he black? Did he have blackface? Because uh, that's how you know it's Justin. Crazy cat guy just gives us a Shiba dog sticker. Thank you. Tomahawk says, did Trudeau just threaten his own people? Yes, but I don't like referring to Canadians as his own people. He's not a king. Twee Girl says, some protesters have stayed behind to pick up trash, clean off monuments, shovel snow, and hand out donuts. It's okay, Twee Girl. I'm sure they'll be on the next uh, news segment displayed prominently. Don't worry. Silverlock says, hopefully y'all saw the political cartoon of all the trucks on the road having fascism on their sides. Yes, I think we talked about it. Yeah, uh, it's so sad that standing up against the government is called fascism. Yeah, and that that sure. was a Washington Post uh, cartoonist, I think, and um, he's dead serious. Like this, he, they are. This is what I mean. Like by they're taking words like authoritarianism and even fascism, and they're like that's fascism. That's yeah. fascism to them. <clears throat> I mean, of, of course, it's not fascism. It's it's crazy to say that, but. Tommy Hawk says, let's put the truckers against Antifa and see what happens. I would be down for that. Uh, Michael McCann says, change the economic incentives of universities so it aligns with students. No fees up front, portion of income after, make grievance studies unprofitable. Yeah, uh, that's called the free market. <laughs> well, like, yeah, make it the free market. Done. Because uh, those degrees would be unprofitable. Although when you're in an insane world... Sometimes crazy things can become profitable because people want them. Rebecca P says, more frivolity to lighten the mood of these authoritarian mandates. I had a great joke about COVID, but I don't want to spread it around. Ah, Look at Rebecca. Rebecca. She's taking over for Cecil today. Uh, <laughs> Cheeky Sue. Mayor says, oh, go I'm going to go out of order. Perky Sue says, uh, thank you, Perky Sue. Says, Bucky sells coonskin caps. Let's organize a run on him. On our hem. Oh, on our hem. Uh, we should go. We should go to Bucky's, Perky Sue. I don't know where Bucky's is. I assume okay. it's a Texas thing. Before you come to Texas, you'll have to learn what Bucky's is. It's in our state constitution. Um, what? that you must. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot you're in charge of migration. Yeah, <laughs> you must go to Bucky's and try at least three kinds of jerky. And I see. I'm reading now that. about them on Wikipedia. Okay. It's a chain of convenience stores and gas stations with locations in Texas, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. Oh, and there's so much more than a convenience store. It's it's like you walk in and there's every kind of pickle and jerky you could imagine. And there's a clothing store section. This is a gas station, but it's bigger than a Walmart. If you're from a, a city, like if you're from New York, where you're not used to big, expansive stores like grocery stores and stuff if you're just used to bodegas this is going to blow your mind because it's a it's just a truck stop gas station that's that's bigger enormous than, bigger than a neighborhood yeah 
Okay. Uh, do you want to do the the next one? I don't see it. I just see the one on screen. Rock Lexicon says. Do that one too. Viva Frey is currently streaming from Ottawa. Must watch to see the truth. It's an amazing scene. Cheerful fringe people giving him hugs. A young female singer even did an impromptu Amazing Grace. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for letting us know. I don't know if I said his name right, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Last one, I think, is Cheeky Mare says, I think the old white ladies wanted to get the unmasked person off their elevator, but they didn't want to be accused of being racist for hitting. Oh, so we're hitting you, but we're not racist because we chant Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Isn't that amazing? I mean, if they really were concerned about his lack of a mask and they really were uh, the cowering, subby white people that they want to virtue signal they are, they would have just gotten off the elevator and let the black man be on the elevator and go where he was going. Yeah. They would have uh, ceded that territory. That's right. Yeah. They would have, uh, they would have given a land recognition, a uh, little speech, and then yeah. granted, ceded the territory. Yeah. Granted they the black man access. Giving, getting off this elevator to give a talented black man a chance. Yeah, it's your white privilege that makes you think you can stand <laughs> on the elevator. They would have made a pronouncement about it too. Hello, sir. That's right. I know society's held you back. I'm doing my part. I'm going to step <laughs> off this elevator and give a black man a chance. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Moving on up without me holding you down. <laughs> man, remember when old white ladies were asking, where's the beef? And they were cute and funny. Yeah. Oh, God. Chicky Mayor says, you're assuming that Karen's logical. Yeah. I'm just assuming they have a logic loop somewhere in their programming that got triggered incorrectly. So there's some definitely some errors in their programming. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, did you want to watch that? Yeah. Okay. It's very quick. I know some of you said you've already seen it. It's less than a minute here. It's still worth watching. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Get out. Get out. Yo, stop. Get out. What are you guys doing? Get out. Get out. What are you guys doing? Get out. Don't touch me. Don't you have to. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'm not touching you. Oh, did you just hit me? Did you just hit me? You just hit me? You too? Black Lives Matter. Yo, this is racist. Wow. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Yo, stop. Stop. I don't know you. Yo, you need to stop. No, I'm not getting out. I was here. Yes, first. you are. Get out. Did he just say I was here first? Yeah. He was about so, to so what's the situation? He was on the elevator and they came in and bullied him off the elevator? That's what it sounds like. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Lot says white whammon must be stopped. YouTube forced me to do this spelling. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Judge you know, Lott. I I uh I do think it's racist to hate on white women, uh, but it is tempting. Um, but there are great Carrie's a white woman, and it's all good. Uh, so it's hate. It's tempting to hate on Californians, Californians. And here I am. So there's always exceptions, but man, uh, what a mess. I don't right. really ever hate on white women, but I do get accused of being internally misogynistic, which which will happen if you criticize social justice. And you're a woman, they'll call you that. 
because it sucks because they don't they don't mm. like women criticizing it just like they don't like black people criticizing it or gay people criticizing it so then right. they have to call you internally xyz because they can't right. otherwise explain why you don't go along with it yeah um, oh and then this is a very nice super chat before we move on humdrum okay. superior says i've been watching youtube for a year and change now you've become a mainstay part of my week you might be unsafe space but you are safe for sanity thanks Oh, thank, you thank you for a very nice message. We're not, we're not, uh, we're only unsafe to the snowflakes who need safe spaces. It's safe for everyone else. It's a fine spot if you're. Yeah. And those you know. people are very, I, I mean, I, I get so used to now having grown this community and knowing so many people in it and so many different kinds of wrong thinkers. Sometimes it's a luxury to know that many people who are not part of the actual cult that's going on in society so you start to think that that's normal again like we're we're pretty ever we have a lot of diversity and variety within our community and then i'll be reminded like like we don't say stuff that's that controversial on this channel but then i'll be reminded that if you're in the cult we do because when they see it they're like oh your right wing podcast or whatever they view it that way isn't that crazy they view it that I, way i don't know how we're a white ring right wing podcast neither one of us are even Right identify as on the right. I know. I, know. I, I had a, over the weekend, something else happened, Carter. Some, that, that Instagram post I told you about that went viral, there's still crazy numbers of strangers finding my profile now and leaving messages. And I don't know how it's happening. But anyway, some very deranged and obsessed person last night spent an hour creating profile after profile that I would block. They create another one and another one, another one. Very, here's the thing. They're very angry. They're a leftist. They're very angry that we read Margaret Atwood's The Handmaid's Tale in our book club. Very angry. Oh, they said, wow. Okay. You don't get Margaret Atwood or The Handmaid's Tale. You don't Handmaid's get to read Tale. Margaret Atwood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, you don't, how could she be your favorite author? She stands <laughs> for everything you're against, you right wing, da, 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 da. And it's like, okay, well, maybe you don't know, understand anything about me or <laughs> maybe you don't understand Margaret Atwood. <laughs> Something's yeah. off, right? Why would I? Cause they were so angry. Cause they don't, it doesn't fit within their stereotype of what right. I am. They want to call They probably me. only ever watched the show also. Yeah. And they were so angry. And so it, this person spent an hour creating at least five, maybe more profiles similarly named and coming in and, and posting more hate, hate, hate. And it was all because I thought about it because it's kind of interesting. This is, they, they, they wouldn't be as angry. This type of leftist wouldn't be as angry if I did fit all the right-wing stereotypes. They, they prefer that. Cause then it, then it confirms, it validates every stereotype they have, right. but they obviously went through, they found that one viral post and they look, they clicked around looking at a bunch of posts and got more and more angry. I'm sure. Cause they commented yeah. on a few others too. They don't like that. I, like Margaret Atwood, they don't like that I call myself a liberal. They don't like, you know, these things make them very angry. That's yeah. that's psychologically, there's something going on there. I just, I mean, anyone who feels the need to attack other people online, I kind of dismiss as, I mean, not, I, you can't dismiss them because obviously they can be, sometimes you have to deal with it, right? But like, they've, they've as far as I'm concerned, they've already... They've opted out of being allowed to have a say that I care about. Like, oh, oh yeah. you're 
you're angry and screaming at a random person. Like, I don't, yeah, your opinion actually doesn't matter at this point. You know that, right? Like you just made yourself into the insane person that we can all ignore. Yeah. I mean, their, their behavior was psychopathic, so I didn't feel a need to engage with them any further, but I think there's something there in that they, it's challenging to the belief system, to the belief system they've constructed in their head. That's why they get, that's why they're getting so angry and so triggered. If they were just to, if they run across run of the mill conservatives, that type of leftist, they're not going to be as angry as they went. Oh, but you're, you don't fit. You visibly don't fit. You're, you're promoting a book that I like. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, because, yeah, I mean, because you're, it's like, uh, I think it's kind of like they're hating on Bill Maher right now, right? Because he's been consistently liberal in like the 90s liberal, like he's just been a liberal and stayed a liberal. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's calling the left out on stuff and they, they can't stand don't, it. They can't stand that, right? Um, so it's because it's, they like this easy, simplistic. You're either a right winger and a Nazi and all these things, or you're with us. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and by the way, think about this. <clears throat> this is why. So when you're, when people get indoctrinated into cults, but also, um, also you see this, let's actually use this example. Rather, we'll use a gang example. Um, <clears throat> they get you to commit uh, a crime, either morally or uh, sometimes it's a gang and maybe it's just an illegal illegality, but they get you to commit a crime, preferably some way to compromise your morals um, and to do something that you would be ashamed to do. And once you've done that, you're now part of the tribe. Yes. And uh, the reason for it is you, you now have cognitive bias with respect to um, anything that goes like, you feel like you you kind of are invested. You've spent your moral capital in this way, and you've you've made your bed, and you have to kind of lay in it. And now, if you don't, uh, if you later on have to admit that the tribe is wrong or whatever, it means that the thing that you did wasn't actually for good. It was a bad. Like you weren't able to. So the The tribe justifies yes. that thing that you yes. did, right? So, like, let's say you're going to be in a gang. You got to go murder this guy. Well, they justify it based on tribe's ethics. You're going to yeah. go murder the dude, right? Yes. Um. <clears throat> but later on, if someone, like, someone tries to convince you that the tribe is bad, that can be really horrifying. You're not going to want to do that. You're going to want to double down on it because if the tribe is bad, then your murder. Uh, your act of murder wasn't justified. Exactly. Um, and now it's a it it really calls into question your entire. This uh, is why moral value. This is why so many people are having. We talked about this with James Lindsay. This is why so many people are having trouble admitting that none of this, none of the government's COVID response has actually helped things. It's it's made them worse because right, they were to behind it. Because they went along with it. And if you support it and you support shutting down your neighbor's business, telling your other neighbor they can't go to work in Canada, telling people they can't go to grocery stores, you know, if you support all that stuff and then you start to see that it, a lot of it was false propaganda that you were buying into, it's hard to accept that if you went along with it and you feel guilty. Mm -hmm. But you should, but you know what? That's the only way to get rid of that guilt is just to admit it 
just come out in the open and confess and be like, I was a part of this and I was wrong. And you let all that stuff go. Just confess it. I confess it's all the time. It's more guilty to, to yeah. it's actually worse to realize that it was wrong and refuse to admit it. Like right. that, that actually makes it worse. You just that makes it committed worse. another sin. I love confession. I still confess. The other day, James Lindsay was talking about on his Twitter, he was like, uh, he was saying, I wonder if late night talk shows were woke 10 years ago and we just didn't realize it. And I was like, yeah. So I produced a late night talk show 10 years ago called Totally Biased. And we were woke. We were explicitly woke. And I knew we were woke. But I believed in it at the time. I believed mm -hmm. that we were making the world a better place. I was a sincere cultist. And we were one of the first shows to do, we attacked Apu from The Simpsons. That was the beginning of getting rid of Apu. Uh -huh. um, we did, we attacked uh, rape jokes. We basically said, you can't make jokes about rape. We did a whole bit on that. We, I mean, we pushed social justice and comedy on Totally Biased. And uh, we were woke 10 years ago. And somebody, you know, that's, a, that's an act of confession because I see it as wrong now. And I know that having been in it, that that adds a bit of, everybody has a useful voice in pushing back against evil. My voice happens to be that I participated in the evil up until a certain point. Here's how I participated in it. So I'll talk about it. And somebody replied and said, Embar how embarrassing. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I mean, how embarrassing that I did those things, that I was part of Woke, that I pushed this TV show. It's like, yeah, but okay, sure, but I'm not but you are kind of like, well, but you are kind of. I mean, but then you got over it. Like you're not right, torturing exactly. yourself over no, it. Like, I don't oh, yeah, that was over yeah. it. Yeah, I don't have yeah. any feelings of, uh, I mean, obviously, every, everything I do now, I've felt a great compulsion to speak out against it. And right. I'm sure you're more than making up for it at this point. Could look at that and say, like, <laughs> well, that comes from what, everything that you did in it is you feel like you have to make up for it, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, but I think also it's just because I know how evil it is. That's yeah. why I talk about it. I know it. Yeah. So don't let, if you're wrong, if you're wrong about the COVID policy and you participated in it and you're embarrassed, who cares? Who cares? Confess. It's more embarrassing to continue because it's not, they're going to ask you to do more and more things. Yeah. It's so, gonna get, and you're going to start wrestling with, we just read Crime and Punishment. Oh my gosh, we had book club yesterday. It was great. Thank you for everybody who checked it out. You guys can go watch the conversation if you want. But that character wrestles with guilt. He wrestles with wanting to confess. Yeah. Take take up that cross, right? Confess. Be like, this yeah. is what I did. And move yeah. on. That's the only way you move on. Yeah, making mistakes isn't the problem. It's how you deal with them. Yeah. Right. So That's a bit of a rant, Carter. No, I think, uh, but I think that's what right. you're talking about is those, it, it's that same impulse. It's people who've participated in something and then that makes it harder for them to get out of it in some ways. It's that, uh, I think you're the one that first told me that sunken cost, the, the economic sunken, sunken cost. Sunken cost economic. Yeah. Yeah. And this is With like it, a moral sunken cost. Yeah. 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 It's hard, but it's, it's a fallacy even in economics to do it. Uh, but it's tempting. <laughs> You're like, tempting. I already sunk all this cost into it. I've already put my whole life in this ideology. I've already put everything. I've already ended friendships over it. I've already done this. I've already done that. I've done these things I'm ashamed of. How can I walk away from it now? You can walk away from it anytime. Right. You can walk away from it before they ask you to shove people onto boxcars. Yeah. How about that? 
right? Because even if you're late, uh, you're not as late as you could be. It's it's not over. All right. Cheeky Mare says, for your sins, my child, please recite four hour sowls and five hell freedoms. <laughs> Read two Federalist papers. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the gay rascal says, if you don't fit into one of their neatly prearranged categories, it makes them angry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because they have that very simplistic view of the world and you're, you know, <laughs> if they have to see nuance, they're going to be horrified by their behavior in the past. So, all right. Whew. I guess there's a couple other things. I, um, I want to see what's on your mind. I'm kind of, uh, I just want to share a picture. Can, Beverly, can you go show the, uh, here, wait, I probably haven't. Never mind. I keep asking Beverly to do something, but I set it up so that I don't have to ask her. So she doesn't, she doesn't have to be the one doing this here. I'll do it. All right. <clears throat> There was a cop in New York City who was killed in the line of duty. Uh, I have no reason to believe that. Uh, I don't even, I, I, like, uh, he was innocent as far as I know. I, there was no, I don't have no reason to believe anything other than the narrative. I didn't look into it too much, but as far as I know, a crazy guy with a gun started shooting, killed the cop. And uh, and there's a funeral, funeral for that cop recently. Um, and I want you to look at this picture. I want you to look closely at this picture. This is the funeral. Look at the look at the number of police here. By mm -hmm. the way, if if you could zoom in, you can see that uh, they're most of them aren't wearing masks actually, but that's a separate issue. This is in New York where there's massive mask mandates. Um, do you remember? The concern of the founding fathers to not have a standing army. No. What does this look like to you? You don't remember? Though they're concerned about not having a standing army. What does this look like to you? I look at this and I see this is a standing army. This is an army in a city. This is a standing army. It looks like the military in a city. Um, and. I know people. Some people on this, uh, in this community, are are hesitant to criticize cops, and I know have gone both ways. Sometimes I say like, "Oh, cops." Some cops are good. Sometimes I say bad things about cops. Here's the issue: all of these laws that we're complaining about, the mask mandates, uh, vaccine passport stuff. Uh, all of this stuff is enforced by those people. They're enforcing this. And I'm finding it, and I don't know how you think about this, Carrie, but I'm finding it very, very difficult to say there are good cops left who aren't, because good cops are getting fired. Good cops don't enforce this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, now, there are probably spots where they're not asked to enforce it, so maybe there's still some good cops there, but uh, good cops are getting fired. We have a community member who's going yeah, through that. Yeah, no, I yeah, I know. Um, 
And the ones who you think there's this notion of cops as like wanting to protect the constitution and just out there, you know, putting their lives on the line and defending you from murderers and that kind of stuff. And the ones who want to do that and are principled based, they get fired or they quit. These people in this picture, this is the standing army that the left will use to enforce their authoritarianism on you. It doesn't come through it. You know, this is not ALC is not going to pick up an AR 15 or an MP five and go <laughs> yeah. patrolling the streets to make sure that you use the right pronouns. These guys are, and you see it in the UK cops showing up at people's doors to talk about tweets that were wrong thinking. And you're going to see it here. And I think if there, if the freedom loving crowd has integrity, they need to drop the blanket support for cops. Because even if you, even if they believe that this, the, the notion is uh, idealistic in some way, like there is a romanticized role, even if they believe that like there's a noble purpose the reality is they're not noble anymore. If they if they were, they're not anymore. And the people that have remained, the, the police departments are, are political organizations, and they have been actively, actively pushing out wrong thinkers. And one way you push out is just ask them to enforce bad ideas. You ask them to enforce laws that shouldn't exist. Good cops don't do that. Good cops don't enforce unconstitutional laws. So uh, the, the idea that, like, it's just a few bad apples, no, it's a few good apples if there's good apples. It's all bad apples. It's almost all bad apples now. And I don't mean it in the way that Antifa means it, right? Like, I know that they've got their thing. Like, I, I don't mean it that way. Mm -hmm. um, and I more include the three-letter agencies than the local police, but the local police as well. Um, you know... You need to withdraw your support from them. That's all. You need to withdraw your support from them. They are a standing army, and they are the tool that the authoritarians, they're the tool that your, that your worst nightmare woke leftists, they're going to use those cops as the tool to enforce their authoritarianism. That's what they're going to do. And if it's not clear by now, I just don't know how how a cop right now in in a, again maybe there's a county somewhere where they haven't been asked to do things like this, but most of these cops now they're getting a paycheck. What it's what's just just doing my job, enforcing mask mandates, throwing Lisa Hansen into jail. I don't know how they're on. I don't know how people on the right are still on the side of the police in many ways, and they are, and it's, it's disturbing because you're on the side of your oppressors. They don't have a moral compass by and large. They don't care. They are tools getting a paycheck and they're happy to do it. And if crazy leftist authoritarians are in charge and those are the laws that they get asked to enforce, they'll do it. Well, as we've or seen. They, they quit or they get fired when it comes to the. My they're, point they're is they, still, they have right. probably by now, most of them. Well, there's also places like Texas where they're not being asked to enforce those kinds of things. 
yet. I'm saying there might be some yeah. places where they're not being asked to enforce unconstitutional laws. Right. Um, but by and large, I mean, New York City. New York City, sure. Um, I just sent you a link. I don't know if you saw this, but it's related because these are men in uniform and they're pushing back. These are uh, Border Patrol agents in Laredo. Did you see this? Uh, I did not. Oh, wait. Border yes, Patrol the, when chief. they pushed back on the Border Patrol yes. chief? Yeah. yeah. You want to play that? Yeah, play this because this is actually encouraging. This is good men in uniform pushing back. It depends whether they then enforce. I, I get it. You come to work, you're frustrated, you're upset because you didn't get the desired outcome that you want. Doesn't mean you give up, right? No. I know you're not. That's why I'm saying we don't give up. We stay focused. We continue to do the job and the mission that we signed up for. Right? We all signed up for. We all raised our hand. It's not hard to say it. It may be hard for you to say it, but I've been doing this for 31 years. It's not hard for me to say it. Every day I wake up and I'm committed to this organization and I'm committed to each one of y'all. You keep bogged down in the policies and the politics. What's happening? You can't even say that's why Chief Scott left. You just said it. You can't. Is anything going to happen to you? You just said it. Old generation. Old generation. Why are you guys getting caught up in some Hey, there's a mission out there. There's a mission out there. We can sit here and argue about it till we're blue in the face, right? I've been doing this job as long as y'all. That's the problem. What's that? That's the problem, Chief. That's the problem. For evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. That's I exactly can't hear you. For evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. That's exactly what's happening here. Good men are doing nothing. You're allowing the legal aid to be dropped off the community. You are doing something. No, sir, we're not. You are. No. You're rescuing people every day. You're taking fentanyl off the streets every day. You're taking methamphetamine yes, off the last streets year, every day. We've got day. the highest fentanyl death in the history of our country in one year. In, in one year. You know, we've made more fentanyl seizures already this year than we made last year. How many have we not captured because we're focusing on this is amazing this you is know, like when, 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 yeah go good ahead, men go who they know the details <laughs> so good men who are grappling with the fact that they're not being allowed to do their job and they're being and here's a bureaucrat a paper pusher who's there to tell them to keep it up. Good job. Not doing your job. And they're all saying stuff. I like, it's more than one guy. Like they're all, it's like mutiny. And one, one person uses that quote, all that's needed for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. I'm sorry. What did you say? So he got to repeat it. All that's needed for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. And we're good men. Good men are doing nothing. He's like, we're turning, we're not even allowed to say illegal aliens. And we're turning illegal aliens out into communities. And, and we're not being allowed to do our job. Well, I, here's the thing. When he says you're getting bogged down in policy and you're getting bogged down in semantics, I want to be very clear what he means. You're thinking. Yeah. And your job is not to think, you motherfucker. You are a tool. It would be better if you were a robot who just obeyed orders 
that's what your job is. That's what you're supposed to do. We want you to be a robot who obeys the orders of the politicians. And let me tell you, if you have any self-respect and if you have any notion that you're a good person, you are not a robot who obeys politicians. That's not what you do. That's the way to be a non-human. That's the way to be evil. You have an obligation to not be a robot. And what he's doing is admonishing you for not being a robot. That's what he's doing. And by the way, I'm glad they argued. My concern is that they argued, pushed back, and then just went back to work. Which is probably what happened. Yeah. At least they're starting to push back. But refusing to do things that you think are unconstitutional is 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 better. I'm glad you're making the arguments, but... Just don't obey. There's enough of you. If if you if if an organization, let's just take any police organization. If the mantra that it's only a few bad apples is true and that most of the people are there to protect the constitution, if that's true, then you can refuse to uh, to enforce the laws that are unconstitutional and there's nothing they can do because they, they they'll need you if it's most of you. If it's only a few of you, then yeah, you'll just lose your job. But that proves my point. It's only a few of you. If you don't have the, if you can't create change by saying no, then it's a minority of you. And if it's a minority of you, then the institution's lost. Somebody asked, where was this at? It was in Laredo, Texas, at mm-hmm. the border. Do you know exactly what they were? Um, I think they were frustrated about dropping people off in communities and stuff like I don't do you know exactly what the concern was no I know about as much as you it's that this whole catch and release thing right where okay. we're not deporting people and and then also you know he tries to make them feel good well how many fentanyl seizures have we how many drug seizures right have look we at all these other things that we did and right. and one of the guys says what are you talking about this past year was the highest fentanyl overdose under this new administration right. Biden administration this is the highest fentanyl overdose yet right yeah and as as someone who would prefer that the constitution was involved in some way i I probably wouldn't cite drug laws which are unconstitutional but uh yeah i mean imagine imagine the worst police state on the planet we won't use the 1930s germany analogy let's use let's use a chinese analogy let or let's just imagine an authoritarian place that exists now even doesn't matter Pick one. Pick the one that you dislike the most, where where the where the police are doing the worst things. Some of the things they do are good. They probably sometimes catch rapists and murderers, and thieves. And so, when their boss stands up, can he make them feel better about all the shit they do by saying, "Well, look at these good things that we did. Look at the look at the look at the great stuff we're doing. Maybe, but look, even." <laughs> Even the most authoritarian, totalitarian, oppressive regimes have police who sometimes arrest murderers. Mm-hmm. That's not a that's not a get out of jail free card. The fact that you're doing the only thing, like the fact that you're doing some of the only thing you should be doing, doesn't justify all the other crap that you shouldn't be doing that you are doing. I wanted to read this super chat from Pirate Tomsky. 
he's referring to the cop we were talking about in our audience. He says, shout out to Minnesota Black Robe Regiment. Uh, oh, I can't read the rest of it. Can you grab that one? It's not on my screen anymore. Uh, shout out to Black... Uh, shout out to Minnesota Black Robe Regiment, a cop who stood up for Lisa Hansen, who opened her business during COVID, ended up being pushed out of his job, whilst Lisa ended up in prison. Please go follow his channel. Yep, that's TC. He's a friend of the show, and that's exactly what happened. Yep. Got pushed out of his job. And, you know, in in a way that was dishonest, of course, because that's yeah. how they operate. Judge Lott is going to share with us a Michael Malice quote, which I love. Uh Without cops, everything the cathedral wants is basically just a wish list wish list letter to Santa. Yep. That's true. It's all a wish list letter to Santa without cops. So. Uh, Chris Scar says institutions do not act, only man acts. Yep, that's true. <sighs> What are you going to end on today? I don't know. I probably shouldn't end on something so horrible. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I brought well, us down. We were laughing and well, having no, fun about white was, ladies on elevators. But then I brought in the ho Somebody said they got hope from that video of the, the Border Patrol agents standing That's true. up. It is hopeful. Yeah. That's great. I want to see that. That's the kind of movie you want to watch, too, where everyone starts Especially to stand up. Especially if it ends right. with an overthrow of the institution and yeah. possibly the government. Um. I yes. love that the bureaucrat doesn't know anything. He doesn't know how to answer their questions, really. He's just sort of like, why are you right. looking at policies? <laughs> why are you thinking? <laughs> thinking's not in the job description. And then he's just saying these sort of uh, cliches, like, I wake up every day and I come here ready to do my job. Like, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> oh, inspiring. <thanks> <laughs> I wake up every day. It's like a fact. Uh, yeah, you Tell us more. I about wake you. up and every I, day and pee. And then okay. I have coffee. And then <laughs> yeah, I come right, here. Yeah. And sometimes I have an orange juice. Why are you guys being, why are you looking at policy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the real question he's asking is why are you being men? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just remember, that's the question. Uh, G-Woman. G -woman. Hi, G-Woman. You got to read it? She okay. says, Carrie, I already told you I'll come be a border agent after Texas secedes. Winter, spring, summer, or fall, all you got to do is call and I'll be there. Aw. <laughs> Great. Winter, spring, summer. I was the Carol King version of that song. Yeah. Uh, if Texas secedes, actually, if we just get a governor that I like, I'm going to join the Texas Guard. And then, and then I can report back on what that's like. But I'm going to take our friend Daniel Miller's advice and not do that unless we get a different governor. <laughs> Texas is an interesting one because I it is uh, it's got a lot of potential, but it's on the verge. I don't know. Oh, and by different governor, I don't mean Beto. Right, you mean Beto. I if don't only, mean Beto. <laughs> if only you could work for Beto. Oh, I'm a little scared about that. He's, I, I hear he's way behind in the polls. Oh, like good. people don't. Yeah. Uh, I think he's like double digits behind in the polls. Gosh, so. he's terrible. Uh, yeah. But, you know, personality he's, sort of he's people a do very well in politics. <laughs> he's a Texan Trudeau. He is. A, a, a Newsom, a Texan Newsom. Texan yeah. Trudeau. 
they all came from the same factory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I don't know that we have to end it on something positive. That was, I mean, it was relatively was positive. It wasn't yeah. bad. Uh, we can end it on visit Bucky's and get a hat. Uh, Bucky's. There's so many. Shouldn't great... they be sponsoring the show? Come on, Bucky's. I need to step it up and try to find some local Texas sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> get the hat. Uh, She's a wearing final... the hat, Bucky's. Rebecca P., a final joke just for fun. I asked the librarian if books about paranoia were available. She looked up and whispered, they're right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, killing it today. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I do. I like those dumb jokes. They're good. I'm all right. Uh, I'll end on just total frivolity for okay. anybody that's still around. I want to go do. I've only done an. Uh, we were talking about this last fr on Friday with Clifton and Cecil. I've only done an open mic twice because it absolutely oh. ter it paralyzes me. It's so terrifying. Um, but I want to do it again because I have, because it's terrifying and I haven't done it in a long time. And I have been working on the jokes I want to tell. So can I tell one of them? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to actually tell it because you. How I'm do I look like I'm in the audience? I'm going to fail. I'm going <laughs> to tell the, about Land Lakes butter and how I noticed that they disappeared the Indian lady off the butter but they kept all her land, which just seems like wokeism is coming full circle, you know, mm. like they, and the box looks totally naked now. Cause it's just beautiful land without the lady. And Can then you not gonna... make boobs out of her anymore by folding the little thing. She... <laughs> no, she's gone. Totally. Uh -huh. Just her land is there. But then I'm going to tell how one time I told that joke and some, and the guy I was talking to said, Oh, that's a really funny joke. I heard that on Twitter from a native American man. And I thought it was really funny and how I started thinking about, I got to figure I started thinking about it afterwards. Like, was he trying to say I stole that joke? I mean, it's one of those jokes that everybody's thought of. And yeah. then I was going to say, well, I did, I did not steal that joke from that Nate, from that Indian. Maybe you I, should see the joke I territory am, when you well, that, oh. that's, that's the joke. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I annexed the joke. All I did was offer a treaty that he didn't read correctly that I'm not honoring, <laughs> that gives me the joke. <laughs> I gave him some beads. The joke is mine now. <laughs> the joke is mine. <laughs> <sighs> Damn it. Well, that's Sorry. okay, though. If I didn't you mean thought to, of yeah. it, see if you thought of it, then it's a good joke. So I don't know if that, that's probably not true at all. I think it's true. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a good... <laughs> I'm good at joking. <laughs> you culturally appropriated it, says Greg the Baritone. Yeah. Culturally appropriated the joke. Somebody says I missed the joke. The joke is that I didn't steal the joke. I I annexed it. Okay, never mind. She'll be back here next Friday, everyone. <laughs> this is big, why it's big round of applause to Carrie Smith. <laughs> this is why it's terrifying. Oh, and also at an open mic, everyone's like this. Everyone's talk and nobody laughs, and then you just kind of slink off into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> I would I mean I don't have a problem talking in front of crowds only because I've done it uh, enough in my career that I got comfortable but I would be terrified to have to give like to do jokes in front of like that's a separate issue <laughs> that's uh yeah that's yeah. tough 
I'm terrified so. by public speaking. A, I still have that fear, still haven't conquered mm -hmm. it. And B, the joke part just heightens it, the, the terror. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes, the joke part is that's that is terrifying. So good for you. Can you have it recorded so we can all yeah. watch it? Yeah, last time I, I tried it, Mystery Chris actually recorded it. I have a recording of the last time. Oh, boy. <laughs> we'll see if he'll, he'll come hang out with me this time. You should do like, uh, just like people when they go on diets, they have before and after. Like, here's Carrie's early stand-up and here's Carrie's later stand-up. Not much progress has been made. <laughs> <laughs> Still trying. <laughs> go. Oh, well. Cool. Okay. All right, well, on that note uh yeah have a good week everyone have we'll a good week wednesday for dangerous thoughts i don't know if there is there other other episodes of stuff coming out carrie or not Thursday, carrie, my interview with um bellboard chris oh. is going to come out on my channel deprogrammed with carrie smith which you can follow down below we'll put the link in the description and beverly will place a link in chat again right now for people who are just listening um but then we'll be back on friday and I think on Friday, it's confirmed, so I'm going to say it. We have Lee Stranahan from the backstory on on Friday to talk about Ukraine and Russia and that kind of stuff. So That'll be fun. Um, yeah. So that's it. Have a good one, everyone. Bye, Carter. Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. So go check it out. And please consider supporting the Unsafe Space team by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server, which is open to financial supporters at any level. See you there. Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the Cathedral. Pay no attention to it. Please download this updated list of contagious individuals. Use the hashtag GetBoosted to receive two complimentary Liberty Pellets. Mass formation psychosis is just a right-wing talking point. Please purge it from memory and resume your programming. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice courtesy. Never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.